0: All right, here we go! Welcome to the Film Filmcast with Mitch Habba and Colin Ward. Let's go
1: and
2: make the greatest movie ever! Yeah! All right.
1: Camera. What the hell is going on? What a piece of junk! That's really not the case here. This is a great script.
2: Look, here's the mic. Now you talk, Tyson.
1: Here's your host,
3: Kale Davidoff.
1: Oh my god, oh my god, guys, guys, we're now counting down that we're officially single digit stays away from Star Wars The Force Awakens, guys. Come on, you excited? I'm pumped. <laughs> I, think, I think you guys are you guys are going to be more excited that I'll just stop talking about it, but I don't think that's ever going to happen. Uh, even if it's good or bad, I'll probably be talking about it forever.
3: Now, are you going to be, when we see this, are you going to be objective uh, about the film when we review it? Because you've already said you're going to be doing a, a like, special recording yeah, with your yeah, Star yeah. Wars friends.
1: That'll you know? be my geek one, and then this will be my film one. Like Ruth, yes. Yeah, review, review for, for sure. I mean, we, look, I'll... I'll where we pick it apart yeah, yeah 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 I will I'll be the harshest critic of this movie I think to be honest with you I'm a little I got my I got my uh defensive mode on right now I'm worried I'm a little worried you know
3: you're not a very big like uh critic of the prequels though.
1: no but there's and yeah, well let's not get into that <laughs> let's not get into I that guess right we now we won't get into it no, <laughs> really, we will maybe we will later when we do the Star Wars uh, Force Awakens show probably two weeks from now because the movie comes out next week yeah you look, it, you does got, come on. it does come out next week. And so, as Mitch said, I am also doing some geekier Star Wars podcasts. One came out yesterday as the show comes live. And I think we're another one will come out tomorrow. Um, Exciting. Yeah, just if you wa- if you As want well. like really crazy, stupid geek stuff, uh, you can go there for that. Um, but this is more than a Star Wars podcast, guys. And before we get into the blockbustery stuff, mm-hmm. we uh, we we did a little a smaller film this week that we're going to review. But I want to, Colin, I just want to ask because we did Creed last week. Uh-huh. Did you get a chance to watch Rocky?
0: I did not Okay. Okay. It's been a busy I know, busy we're times. all
1: very, this is like the craziest time of the year for like everyone and I think we're all kind of busy and um, as, I, as I thought last week I would see a couple movies, I only saw one and uh, that's the movie we're going to review this week. But first let's just introduce the show as a whole. This is the uh, Woodward's Filmcast, your Detroit podcast for film, TV news and discussion. My name is Cale Davidoff. I'm here as I am every week with my friends Mitch Haba and Colin Ward. That's at, at, that's at Mitch Hava on Twitter, by the way. That's at Mitch
0: Hava on Twitter. I don't remember my <laughs> name. It's Colin it, Ward or
3: not?
1: I, I don't know. How do you, not, you know how to advertise
3: yourself. I you guys don't. can get all of
1: us at Woodward's DET on <laughs> yes, Twitter. Yes, that's true. Um, every week, we, we get together to talk movies, and our main objective every week is to see a movie and sit around and discuss it. This week, uh, as I said, we're uh, we're going away from the blockbusters, and we're going to the... the uh, the faux indie world It's not really an indie movie But it's Fox search Lite. Uh we, we saw Brooklyn this week Yeah Brooklyn
3: Brooklyn Yeah. Brooklyn Brooklyn Brooklyn, Brooklyn. Brooklyn. L- L- Before the Brooklyn
1: You guys like Brooklyn beer? I, we should have brought bought some of that You ever have some? Of that? I do yeah, It's good I haven't had Brooklyn it beer kind of It's really I good I like it.
0: their uh, it was a, it was Their Oktoberfest So it's pretty good yeah, yeah Yeah.
1: And I like their summer They're like a summer ale It's uh-huh. not like Oberon It's just like a lighter Summer mm-hmm. ale I don't yeah. know so we like Brooklyn beer, but th- we saw Brooklyn the movie this week, and, and we're gonna we're gonna get uh, deep into that in a, in a few moments here. We do start off every show before we get into the roundtable discussion about a movie. We start off every show with some news headlines, and we've been kind of discussing every week how it's just every week basically from now until the Oscars is gonna be award buzz, mm-hmm. and Colin. Uh, the SAG uh, Award nominations are out, correct?
0: Yeah, they happened this morning. We're recording on a Wednesday, so they happened this morning. The SAG has been um, pretty pretty good at predicting Oscars, um, or at least, you know, Oscar contenders. Um, past winners of the best ensemble are Birdman, which went on to win the Oscar. Argo mm-hmm. won the Oscar. King's mm-hmm. Speech won the Oscar. Mm-hmm. Slumdog Millionaire won the Oscar. Mm-hmm. As far as acting goes, Julianne Moore, Kate Blanchett, Jennifer Lawrence, Natalie Portman all Oscar winners hmm. and the past 11 male actors have really run. 11, the last 11. Leading, leading or like leading male actors really? went on to win the Oscars. So this is like a big indica- indication indicator of what's going to Oscars going to be. Well, this year it was a little different though because SAG was the first award show out the gate with nominations. So some crazy stuff happened. Is it usually later? Yeah, it's normally after the Golden Globes. Okay. Um, Granted, there's not much difference between them, but I think since this is the first one, and I think Critics' Choice has normally happened by now, too, uh, since this is the first one, it's kind of interesting, in in my opinion, at least. It's a good forecaster. Yeah, yeah. Um, Maybe. So what, uh, what do we got for the big ones? As far as... Outsend performance by cast in a motion picture. We got Beast of No Nation. So this is the whole cast, Yeah, right? yeah. yeah.
1: Um, well, that's interesting. Wow. Yeah.
3: And, the then, big... it, and then it, like, lists the, the people that they're talking about, right? Yeah. Because for Beast of No Nation, it only listed, like, three, three. actors. Which <laughs> is well, it's not a
1: really big main cast in general. Yeah. We, we no. talked about that. Maybe, it so it that...
3: listed Idris Elba, the boy, and, like, the second in command. Yeah,
0: exactly. Hmm. What else we got? The big short, the Christian Barrett-Steve Carell movie, which is... A pretty impressive cast and i hear it's been received really well mm-hmm. spotlight which are, that's yeah, all which you, heard saw. About, yeah. you <laughs> yeah. saw yeah you mm-hmm. saw
3: we will see that
0: uh straight out of compton hmm. and trumbo
3: i really haven't heard anything great about that movie yeah. just like average like oh it's one of those movies you expect around this time of year
1: well, what is uh, so straight out of Compton that really surprises me? I mean, Trumbo, you got Brian Cranston. I mean, who else is in that movie? Helen Mirren. I mean, so those are RCK. yeah. As far as acting goes, you expect that. Yeah, yeah. But um, and we love Straight Out of Compton, but I'm a little surprised to see that. Um, are, is that not a surprising? It definitely nomination? is.
0: Uh, all the the websites that I use to you know try to help me predict, no one picked Straight Out Compton to be included in this conversation. It's Interesting that I mean I loved all the performance in it, of course, but it's interesting that this movie that doesn't have many known actors in it can beat something right. like The Hateful Eight, Joy, and The Martian, who all three of those movies were shut out in every category at the SAGs.
1: Mm-hmm. Really? So <laughs> so the Martian didn't get anything? Nothing. Yeah. So that's interesting. that differs from uh was it The National Board of, National Review, Board of Review and right? the New York film critics. Right. Hmm. Hmm. Um what about um leading Rich- stuff? Yeah.
0: As far as leading male actor, we got Brian Cranston for *Trumbo*, hmm. Johnny Depp for *Black Mass*.
3: I mean, I mean, yeah, he did a good job, but I don't. I think, yeah, I think. Well, I think back it.
1: then we kind of expect. I mean, that was before a lot of these other movies. But we expected him to be nominated for an Oscar, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Right? So that's interesting.
0: Leonardo DiCaprio for *The Revenant*, Revenant. Mm-hmm. Michael Fassbender, Steve Jobs, and Eddie Redman, *The Danish Girl*. Mm-hmm. And then on the female side, Kate uh, Blanchett for *Carol*, Brie Larson for *Room*. Mm-hmm. Helen Mirren for The Woman in Gold. Never heard of it. I don't, I not yeah, heard I not I, I don't know. Uh so, Oh wait.
3: Is that the one with Ryan Reynolds?
0: Yes. Okay. Yeah. I never she's heard. She's like she owns like a art
3: uh, she owns like a Picasso or yeah, a, something like some that. a uh a Gogan or Gogan or whatever. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Something like that.
0: Um I had her name pronounced so perfectly earlier. Oh, is this is this Sorsha? This, this is Saoirse. our this is our this is our movie today. Sorsha
1: Ronan for Brooklyn. Yeah, no idea how to pronounce it. Can you spell that for everyone out there?
0: S A O R no S A O I R S E Sorsha
1: Sorsha Sorsha Sorsha
3: Sorsha Sure Sorsha
1: Max Sorsha Okay Sure see. So she got it. so she's in set. Yep. Okay, that's great
0: and probably the biggest surprise of the day for me um sarah silverman nominated for best actress for her work in i smile back yeah which is uh, a dramatic performance by sarah silverman Mm -hmm. Uh, i hear Hmm.
3: not a happy movie not much smiling not Not a lot of smiling what is
1: that Uh, it's about depression and Mm -hmm.
3: drug addiction and oh great all my favorite addiction Yeah. yeah addiction yes
0: hmm and
3: well, that she's a she's a good actress. She is. Um, she is. Comedians are normally good actresses or actors and actresses. Yeah. Because it, ta- it, it takes takes a, a little, lot yeah, of skill right, to be a comedic right. actor.
0: And then uh, over on the supporting side, Christian Bale for The Big Short, Idris Elba for Beast of No Nation, mm-hmm. Mark Rylance for Bridge of Spies, mm-hmm. Michael Shannon for Ninety Nine Homes, mm-hmm. and Jacob Tremblay for Room. The boy, the little boy. Yeah, the little boy. Yeah, I can see that and then supporting female was is the last category uh, at the at the sags rooney mara for carol rachel mcadams for spotlight hmm. helen Mirren again for trumbo hmm. alicia that's v- cheating <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> alicia vikander for the danish girl and kate winslet for steve jobs hmm now, I love Helen Mirren, too, but she has gotten three nominees, or three <laughs> yeah. nominations this round.
1: What's the name of that movie, or the, the other one? The, the gold Woman in gold. gold. Woman in Gold. It's like the woman with gold Oscars Oscar yeah. or something, Yeah, Is that where she's going to have statues of all her award
3: nominations. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> at least Meryl Streep isn't really in anything this year yeah <laughs> yeah she had to bless us all with a movie called Ricky and the Flash
0: which I'm predicting a Golden Globe nomination <laughs> in the musical or comedy category um, tomorrow well, so <laughs> a lot so of these boring. movies
1: we've seen um, make sense most of it for you I mean Mark Rylance I think we all were like he needs to be nominated for an Oscar mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. yeah and um,
0: that was the only one I predicted right in that category. Every other for sag. Yeah, every other one I got wrong. I thought for sure Sylvester Stallone would I'm be I'm surprised. I'm
1: really surprised. Uh
0: and I definitely thought um this is for a supporting actor. Yeah.
3: Ed Herselby, Mark Rylance.
0: Michael Shannon. Michael Shannon. See, I
3: and- I didn't see 99 Homes. I heard it was good, but um, you know, time time constraints, <laughs> unable to go see it. Here it's it about like the housing crisis, and
1: this seems to be a the theme this year.
0: Yeah, and Michael <laughs> Keaton, which is on everyone's like prediction list as being the number one contender, not even nominated. Yeah,
3: mm-hmm. I think he'll be nominated come tomorrow, though. Yeah,
0: definitely. Wait, do they
3: Golden Globes do supporting? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, they don't do uh, like comedy though. Yeah, it's they, just, it's it's just supporting. Umbrella. It's yeah. just all of it. Interesting. Now, do
1: you think, looking at this and looking, seeing the movies that we've seen this year, do you, does it look like the the trend is going to continue? And this is going to this is going to be a predictor of the Oscars?
0: Well, as history tells us, it should be. Um, I mean, granted, SAG always does some weird stuff, like sure. Naomi Watts for getting nominated for Saint Vincent last year. Mm. So they throw in some weird. She was in that movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they throw in weird stuff here and there, but generally they're pretty on track. Um, so I want to say yeah, because it's the it's the acting guild that nominates. It's mm-hmm. almost mm-hmm. the same people that nominate for for the Oscar. Um, we'll see. I we'll don't see. know. I don't know. I, th- I think it's so. Weird.
1: I just straight out of Compton as an ensemble. It just <laughs> strikes me as like. Like, do you guys think that will get any Oscar attention? In that movie? No. Maybe no. So, there's not even an original song in that movie, so no. I yeah,
3: think. I
2: don't. I
3: don't. Well, think there it's might be an really original song. I don't know, anything.
1: but yeah, I don't know. That's just that that stands out to me.
3: I think the only thing we predicted was um, Jason Mitchell, the guy who plays uh, Easy. I think that was the only one we predicted would get like some sort of recognition. Mm-hmm. Maybe not Oscar, but maybe Gold right, Globes. Right,
0: right. I don't know if they're gonna put. If straight out Compton qualifies for a musical or comedy or not, if for it does, Golden... it it's might... funny, but it's also I yeah I think musical comedy would probably fit more than drama. Yeah, so it might have a shot at getting nominated um, for the Golden Globe for that tomorrow, which so is those come out
1: as the show airs. Yeah, so. yeah,
0: I mean. If you're listening to this, it's pro- they've probably already come out. Check the news. Hmm. Yeah.
1: Cool. We will be back next week to compare them. But I think, do you think we've we've looked at the National Board of Review, New York Film Critics, and SAG? I mean, what what do you think is a, has been the what what aligns with you guys more? do You think so far, in terms of like that makes sense. National Board of Review.
3: I haven't seen enough yet, but uh, yeah, yeah, probably but, National Board of Review and a little bit of the New York Film Critics thrown in there. Okay. Yeah, I don't think I, I don't, don't think Mad no, Max is going to win Best Picture, so
0: yeah.
1: No, I don't. Either not think.
3: at all. But we'll see. It'll be nominated, I think. But
0: I just and after and we'll discuss this. I think when we all see Spotlight, just I mean Rachel McAdams is good in that movie. Is she supporting actress worthy? I if like if you're going to pick one performance from Spotlight, it's weird that it's Rachel McAdams and not. Michael Keaton, Mark Ruffalo, Liev Schreiber, and Stanley Tucci—who's incredible. What in a that crazy movie. cast! It's not That's fair. a Great <laughs> cast. <laughs> it's like
1: yeah. same with the the Big Short mm-hmm. too. It's like come on, guys. Well, we'll uh, we we'll, we'll look at the Golden Gloves next week and we'll we'll uh, compare them. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested. Um, Colin, you've got me interested in awards season. I'm, I'm usually not like I usually kind of fade away from it for a while until the Oscars come around and then I look back on it, but I don't. This is good. I like it, and have I've looked. also seen more movies this year than I normally see. So I feel like I have a valid opinion on a lot of this stuff. Usually, yeah, yeah. Um, it's... But I still need to see Spotlight and Room apparently because they're going to be up for a lot of awards. It seems
0: well, and apparently Trumbull <laughs> yeah, since know, it's right, the right, most right, nominated right. movie at the set. Yeah.
1: That's crazy. It, yeah, it is. Yeah, we got to see that too. It so is. much to see. Um, I don't know. You know, we 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 do a lot of reboot news because we I think we usually poke fun of it, fun at it. Um, And I don't know if this qualifies as reboot news because it's made. There's one of these movies made every decade.
3: Rebooting Um, from the 1940s, right? (laughs) We're we're
1: talking, of course, about uh, the Edgar Rice Burroughs story of Tarzan, um, which I think today does this happen. The pictures were released. Yeah, some some set photos were released, or or there must be Mm -hmm. screenshots, not set photos. Um, Mitch, you want to tell us a little bit about Tarzan because I didn't even know this was happening.
3: Most people know Tarzan from the Disney animated classic Mm -hmm. and Phil Collins. Um, Mm -hmm. but if you are, you know, tone deaf to bad music, then, uh, Phil Collins and that Tarzan, probably not on your radar. (laughs) Um, uh, so they just released this image of Alexander Skarsgård shirtless as the Tarzan title character and Margot Robbie, who we know from Wolf of Wall Street and he's, um, the new Suicide Squad movie as Jane. Um, the film will be directed by David Yates. And this seems, just looking at it, the, the images at least, seems like a movie for the Fifty Shades of Grey crowd.
1: <laughs> it, it does look like it, it really does. For that.
3: Like, I mean, Alexander Skarsgård is shirtless and just jacked. I but saw a
1: BuzzFeed article about this <laughs> where they were just. Not that I read BuzzFeed, but that was—I'm kidding. There's nothing <laughs> wrong with that. Um, where they just took the picture of Alexander Skarsgård, and they—they, they, you scroll down, and it just gets
3: closer up on his abs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's pretty good. Um, so it's directed by David Yates, the guy who directed um, the last four or five uh, Harry Potter movies. And Colin, what can you tell me about what you know of Tarzan? The story. The story. Like the, the first story. Or like the, he, the origins.
0: He was... Either his parents were killed during a safari or jungle expedition. <laughs> and he was left there and the gorillas raised him. Close enough. <laughs> and then Jane appears yes. and he falls he meets, in love.
3: And Jane, Jane. Jane yeah.
1: is the civilized... Uh, Me, right? Tarzan, you Jane. Tarzan is supposed to like not really know about the world out there. Except yeah. for the jungle. Exactly. right?
3: Yeah. I mean, he's... Like what is like Wolf Boy? Right, yeah. right. What happens right. if you take a man right right from birth and he's raised by apes? Of course. So this story, can you guess what it's about? Uh, no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Why do you? What did you tell us? And I want to. I just want to like.
3: Okay. You know. I'm gonna read it. Straight, t- I'm gonna read it straight from the Entertainment Weekly. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Website. The film, directed by David Yates, who helmed the last four Harry Potter films, begins with the main character, Tarzan, already having left his jungle home, living in Victorian London with his wife. But when he gets an invitation to return as an em- emissary of Parliament, he eventually makes his way back to the Congo.
1: It's now that, almost
3: the opposite now of I'll, the classic tale.
1: Right. T- right. Now, I'll tell you why that, doesn't, that plot summary doesn't surprise me based on the photo that we saw, because... I know he's shirtless, but he looks like he's wearing a little more clothes than Tarzan would normally be wearing. He's it's got like believe- real. Yeah, he's wearing like on. actual there's no, pants. There's no loincloth. Now, to me, this is like a, this is like a little bit it's like a little bit jungle to jungle and it's a little bit hook. Is that not what it sounds like <laughs> to you?
3: Hmm. <laughs> Maybe we can get Jonathan Taylor Thomas three prizes role. <laughs> is
1: that is that not kind of on point? I don't know. A little bit. It seems
2: hookish. It seems hookish, right?
1: So this is, he's older, he's he's been acclimated to society, and he has to go back.
3: Skarsgård told the USA Today, this is about a man who's holding back, and slowly as you peel off the layers, he reverts back to a more animalistic state and lets that side of his personality out.
0: That's what's going to happen.
3: That's what's going to happen. True nature of man.
1: That's what's going to happen to me two weeks from now when we do the Force Awakens yeah. show. You guys <laughs> have been you've been, you've, <laughs> seen, you've been seeing it slowly unravel, and eventually the, the layer yes. of onions are going to peel down exactly. The core.
3: So, can you, this actually has a pretty amazing cast. Um, it does. It does. Yeah. yeah. What's the cast like? Okay, so Legend of Tarzan, besides starring Margot Robbie and Alexander Skarsgard, it also stars Jumon Honsu. Who is a um, very good actor? Yeah. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson and Christoph Waltz. Love him. Yeah. I mean. Who's that?
0: No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um,
3: <laughs> it's slated for a July 1st release now, next year.
1: Do you, think, do you think Christoph Waltz is going to be the bad guy? His name is Captain Rum.
3: Yeah. Probably, yeah. He's probably <laughs> going to be like an expedition leader who threatens a can, bunch of apes. Can he
1: just be a good guy for once? No? Or we just love no. it? No. I, don't I, w- I wouldn't believe it. I mean, all he's
3: right. a good guy in um, Django.
1: Well, they going to say "Inglorious Glorious right. Bastards. I'd be yeah. like, what, he, what, he, what yes, version of don't him? you all know? <laughs> I'm a huge Trump supporter. <laughs> funny, funny. Um, what do you guys think about Margot Robbie? I mean, she's kind of breaking into these lead roles now. I mean... Good for her. She's Good for her. I haven't seen Wolf of Wall Street to be honest. With you there. haven't? No. Oh, that's good. And um, you know, all I know about her really is just the, the trailers of Suicide Squad. I mean, is, is she going to be the big thing now?
2: Probably.
1: Granted, this is she's
3: not a small very, movie. Okay. going on looks alone, yes, she's very attractive. Um, and she does a very good like Staten Island, New York accent in uh, Wolf of Wall Street. And and I didn't see Focus because I just didn't why um yeah no one yeah focus. and so um she yeah sure she she's showing promise
0: yeah i, lo- I loved her in wolf of wall street yep. i'm interested to see what this suicide squad is gonna be like
1: oh <laughs> 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 well, we will see any other so any other predictions on this movie do you think this is, is this something you're interested in? are you guys interested in this no movie? no me neither.
3: I mean, we'll. I'll probably be interested once the reviews start rolling in or if like people are talking about it, but but no, like I'm not interested in the Jungle Book remake. <laughs> that's what I'm looking up right Scarlett now. With Scarlett Johansson as the Yeah, it's
1: interesting that Bagheera? this is no, that's the cat. Now this isn't this was is this Warner Brothers? Does anyone know? What does it say there in the Entertainment weekly? This is not Disney, right? Uh,
3: do,
0: do, do, do. Warner
1: Brothers. Yeah, it's Warner Brothers. It's yeah. Um
0: Jungle Book comes out in April of next year. And then,
1: and then July comes Tarzan. And I just wonder, I mean, this is like, Warner Brothers just did Pan, too. And it's like, what is, what they're is, just, well, what is going they're on? They're going well, to Disney's, be ranking
3: a Little Mermaid, too.
1: Well, Disney's doing that. Right? Yeah, but, but I'm just saying like Dis- you got Disney making the Jungle Book, Disney making Little Mermaid, Cinderella happened, and like you know Tarzan and and uh, the uh, Peter Pan Malificent. movie. It's just crazy. It's like I don't know. It's getting a little insane. Yeah, yeah, no. I I, so. I, I for it's one, cash grabs. I, I for one, I, I am disappointed that that um, Phil Collins will not be doing the music for this <laughs> right? movie. He'll you always know, be in our heart.
0: In my arms. <laughs> I love that animated now, movie. I I don't, but I like the Phil Collins music.
1: I want to bring this up really quick. You know, Phil Collins is retired, yeah, but he wants to come back from out of retirement. Did you see this this petition on change.org? Have you heard of this? <laughs> no. That that uh, dude, petitioning to the United Nations, mm-hmm. Phil Collins must be stopped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: And then the Neil Pert uh, retired recently, I heard and that. they're and they're saying like they're saying, oh my God, what is going on in music when Phil Collins is coming out of retirement and Neil Pert is is retiring? Yeah.
0: yeah. I like Phil Collins. I like Phil Collins too. <laughs> I, don't. I love Phil Collins.
3: <laughs>
1: I Give don't. me Genesis all day, man. That's <laughs> oh, my oh, shit. Oh. Um all right. Moving on to this is a kind of, you know, it's kind of in the similar it's a Roald Roald Dahl um Roald Dahl, uh story. Roald. The BFG guys, this is a Steven Spielberg movie. Yeah Um that's coming out and today. Uh the trailer was released. Um you, are you guys familiar at all with the story cuz I ain't? No. No.
3: Me ain't mm-hmm.
1: either. Um, let me read you the movie synopsis. It says a girl named Sophie encounters the big friendly giant, not bit big fucking guy, <laughs> the big <laughs> he has friendly a big giant, fucking guy. <laughs> who, of course, despite his intimidating appearance, turns out to be a kind-hearted soul who is considered an outcast by the other giants because, unlike his peers, he refuses to eat boys and girls. Aww. Let's consider Aww. it. Let's consider it. Yeah, L- little iron gianty, friendly giant, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You no, guys watched the trailer, are you into it or you're not into I it? Did, didn't have oh, a chance to see okay. the trailer yet. Not
3: much. It looks cool. It looks cool. It looks very well designed. Who, who plays the giant?
1: Who plays the giant? You'll like this. Oh, yeah, I knew yeah, this is this is actually Mark Rylance, who seems oh. to be um, understandably Steel Steven Spiel, Spielberg's new boy, because he was mm. amazing at Bridge of Spies. Mm-hmm. We all loved him. Mm-hmm. Um he was the soft hearted Russian spy and now he's the soft hearted BFG. Uh. God love him. Best friend guy of Steven Spielberg. <laughs> Best friend um, guy. <laughs> Bill, Bill Hader is also in this movie.
2: Who uh, plays the girl? I don't. Sophie? Some
1: some British no, like, lady. Some. She's um, not a lady. <laughs> 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 uh, she's a lady. She's uh Ruby Barnhill. Hmm. Uh, new, looks like a newcomer. She's has been in a TV show, but that's it. And she, yeah, you know, she does. Like the, she <laughs> does the voice. <laughs> she's just... That's all she's done. Uh, <laughs> Get your shit together, Ruby. <laughs> she um she does the voiceover for the you know British girl talking about mythical stuff is what the mm-hmm. trailer is, and then all of a sudden a, a giant appears. Uh, um, scale
3: of one to ten, or yes or no, how fake is that name <laughs> Ruby Barnhill? Um,
1: <laughs> I don't know. It sounds if she's actually English, it sounds <laughs> legit. <laughs> sounds
3: spot on for an English name. I'm a fan of uh, Diamond Shack Mountain.
1: Diamond <laughs> You know, Carrie uh, Grant's real name was Archibald Leach. He should have got that, that. Well, that That's sounds awesome fake. Name. Yeah, <laughs> it does. Um, uh, Bill Hader's in this movie. Did I say that? Also, Rebecca Hall, who uh, I love, Rebecca mm-hmm. Hall. The Town, Iron Man, um, some other stuff.
0: Vicky Cristina Barcelona. Yeah, that one. I huh? didn't like that movie. Um, of all, the, of all oh. the
3: Woody Allen movies, that one is not really? my favorite.
0: Oh, she, there's some that I do not oh, well, like. Well, of course, because he makes a movie every year. I mean, that
3: the one... To roam with oh love. That gosh. was horrible. Ugh,
1: oh, has, has anyone seen um, Close Circuit?
3: The one with the robots?
1: Um, not not Short Circuit. Oh, um, <laughs> no. <laughs> this is a movie from 2013. Rebecca Hall was in it. I mentioned that because Jim Crowley was the director. Oh. And. Um,
0: you know what he does?
1: Well, yes. <laughs> well, which this will segue into our movie of the week, which is Brooklyn.
3: Um, Jim Crowley or John Crowley?
1: John Crowley. Okay. Did I say yeah. Jim? Yeah, you did. Okay. John Crowley. Sorry, John, if you're listening. Um, <laughs> my name's Kale. People get it wrong all, all the time. Um,
0: <laughs> Can you imagine if he was listening? <laughs> I would. Well, <laughs> yeah, I, would, yeah, right? I, I shouldn't
1: say anything bad about it now. Um, anyways, Mr. Crowley, who directed Close Circuit, Rebecca Hall was in that movie. Never seen it. He also did a movie called Brooklyn. And that's the movie that we are reviewing uh, this week on the filmcast. So let's get into Brooklyn, guys, right if you are now. ready. Um, Brooklyn is a, a simple story about a uh, an Irish lady. She's not eight; she's a lady, right? She's, Irish, a, young lass. she's a, ni- a young lady. She is a young lady, twenties, named uh, Alish, and uh, she is played by Cirsha Cirsha Ronan, who we mentioned earlier is nominated yes. for uh, uh-huh. best lead at, at role, right, yeah. In a, for, want... for the SAG. And um just quickly the plot before we get into it the plot is simple it's about Alish and her, her her journey across the ocean from Ireland to start a life in Brooklyn and the complications that arise because of that mm-hmm. very simple it's a love sure. story yeah. it's a story it's about th- immigration yeah immigrants which is, tale which is uh, you know relevant today mm-hmm. Um and a, you know, always a good, a, you know. It's like it's a, it kind of like its own genre of film, immigration. I mean, there's a lot of movies about this, and and I found things in this movie that were just very like you you see always see that in an immigration movie, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll talk about it. Um, who wants to get started with their thoughts on uh, Brooklyn? We'll go around, give first thoughts, and then we'll get deep into it. Mitch, you wanna yeah, you wanna sure. dig in
3: here? First, I would say last week uh, I pronounced Searsha's name wrong, and I corrected Colin stupidly. I said sorries because that's what it looks like when you It is spelled sorries. Yes. Or Saurse. Uh, also,
1: Ailish <laughs> is spelled E I L I. I didn't uh, even was, know. Yeah, damn Irish. Would... <laughs> just spell things right,
0: okay? Or would you just spell things right. Anyway. Yeah, right. Well, everyone just should have trusted me with my. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, I,
3: mean, I, I should have. Uh, well, all right. So, Searsha Ronan. <laughs> anyway, um, Brooklyn uh, wasn't really sure what to expect i expected good things because the i think on rotten tomatoes it's got like a 98 percent, and i just heard everything good about it and really anything bad Mm -hmm. and i think they're right i you know went into this movie i think i was i was all by myself not in the theater but i was the only one who saw the movie by himself (laughs) everybody was with their like girlfriends it was probably like one of five guys in the entire theater and so it was a little weird sitting there um but it's an incredibly genuine and human, like period piece movie, and I I loved it about just human condition and being young and trying to make a life for yourself.
0: Colin, yeah, Brooklyn. Uh, this was an interesting one for me. Um, I think it's a beautiful looking film, uh, and the colors are great. The score is—I've been listening to it for yeah. like the past days. Great music. Yeah. Uh, costumes are beautiful um I like this movie I I I did but I mean that being said as wonderful as a performance that Saoirse Ronan gives um I really didn't buy her character or buy her character's motivation and um the choices or like the the main choice that she had to make like the dilemma of the movie I just I couldn't get into it and i I I guess I shouldn't say I couldn't get into it because I was really liking the first maybe three quarters quarters of the movie. And then, you know, something happens and she goes back to Ireland and the movie kind of like runs out of steam for me. Um, Hmm. I really like this movie. I do think it's a really good movie. Is it perfect? No. Will I be like kind of unfairly nitpicking it? Yes. Um that being said, I do like this movie. Well, I just want to say you're wrong. No. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. No, it, it, I,
1: Colin, I'm kind of on the same wavelength view in that it's a great movie. I yeah. think it's like if it's a great date movie. I mean, yeah. it's a great like you can take anybody
3: to I, see this I, movie.
1: I should say that I watched it alone too today at the Birmingham Eight, and um, wow, we Birmingham. all are loners. No, we. Um, uh, I watched it so I, there was all couples in my theater too, but everyone was over the age of seventy. Yeah. Yes. Um, which you know. Look, it this movie reminds me of a very this it takes place in the 50s I'm assuming. Um Yeah, 1950 59 ish right Oh, 52?
3: Yep. Cuz it
0: the, they they singing see in the rain. Singing in the rain singing that's in the rain. 51. Yeah.
1: Anyways, so it seems like a very 50s love story to me. I mean, it's it's almost like that's I mean, that's for me that's what this movie is. It's just the like good old the, days. The, this sounds like this is how the, I don't know how this even came about. I know it's a book. But what it sounds like is like a story that grandma would tell at dinner on how they met grandpa. And that's it. I mean, there's no... And I kind of respect it for this. There's no... It doesn't try to be too different. There's no grand proclamations about what love is. It's just kind of like, this is how two people meet and start a life. That's what it seemed like to me in that time period. And it feels like... You know, that's how love movies were in the 50s. No one was trying to be... No one's trying to save the world. Well, no, yeah. does none of that. I don't know. And I kind of... And I liked it, but I also... You know, it's not that I don't buy her character, but it is it's just strange. It kind of all everyone in the theater was kind of like uncomfortable about a lot of I the choices that she made and a lot I of like because
3: when you see a love story like this, you the when you see a normal conventional love story like this, the to me love stories never feel human. Like the motivations are always like completely expected. Whereas in this one it kind of throws it, you know, up on its like head and you are actually watching somebody who's motivations are actually driven by their past or by their they're not just like oh i have to do this because that's what the plot tells me to do because there's a certain point in the movie where you were like you're actually thinking she's going to do what you think she's going to do and you know we'll get into spoilers but um yeah i that's just my because i I mean because leaving the theater a lot of people were very like upset and disturbed by that aspect of the film, like, and I was the only one who was thinking, like, well, I'd have that thought too, if I were. I mean, it's different as a guy, like, going into it, but in, in well, the also twenty fifteen, yeah, in the fifties. Right. But like, when you put it all into that perspective, I mean, it kind of. I mean, we'll, we'll get into it some more, but
0: yeah, I mean, it's hard to to have this discussion without talking about you know the spoilers and what exactly is happening mm-hmm. in, in the movie. But, I mean, just from seeing the struggle for her to get as established as she was in Brooklyn, for her to go back to Ireland, and, you know, no one there really likes her. The one person well, that... she realizes that. That's yeah, but we knew that right from the start. Her mom didn't even wave goodbye to her at, like, starting off. Why the fuck would she want to come back to someone who doesn't want to wave goodbye? I think it's just this, upsetting. I don't know. And... This the relationship between Domahal Gleason's character and her character. I thought the chemistry was so lacking. It's like you have Tony, who is like so charismatic and charming, and like I was falling for Tony. Mm-hmm. Like he's so mm-hmm. cute. Yeah. And then like Domahal Gleason's character is like this, blah guy, and they don't have any. Con- <laughs> don't have any I connection. That, I think that falls in with the the theme of the the movie though. Yeah, but and it's but it, to me when we're back in Ireland it's so glaringly obvious that she doesn't belong it, there and yeah. I wish that her character realized that from the moment she stepped back and voiced those realizations then I would have bought that more than I would yeah, me too. be like oh is she going to stay or is she not going to stay. It was
1: kind of first of all we talk we talk about it, Mitch I think that well let's first say this so she goes to she goes to Brooklyn and she
3: she's there she, for about a year, we almost. think.
1: Yeah, she struggles a little bit getting acclimated to life, mm-hmm. and part of what eases her into American life is she falls in love with an Italian boy uh, named Tony, and they, you know, have it seems like a year or so of, of a relationship before um, her sister dies, and she has to go back to Ireland, and which again, I think the pacing of all this is weird too, because that seems like
3: it happens kind of late. It should have happened earlier. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um. Anyways, she gets to go back to Ireland. Before she goes back to Ireland, Tony says, "You need to marry me," and she goes, "Sure." and they get married, mm-hmm. and she goes back to Ireland, and she has to stay there for an extended period of time to go to her friend's wedding, and she kind of meets Domhnall Gleason's character, and they kind of Jim. fall fall in love a little bit. She also has a great job in Ireland all of a sudden and, like, Mm -hmm. she also refuses to, like, open letters from her husband, which,
3: I guess, so... (laughs) The audience audibly gasped.
1: So did mine. Yeah.
3: And I think,
1: because I guess, I don't know if this is what you're trying to say, Colin, but, like, her switch to the dark side, so to speak, happened so easily and quickly. Like, it was kind of weird. And I think that it it's like forcing the audience to make a judgment call on her, which I think is what you don't want to happen, right, Mitch? Like you're saying, like that's just life, like stuff, right? Like it's more yeah. A well, real. she's
3: she's in Ireland for about two months until when she finally makes her decision. Yeah, and I think part of the things that that is alluring to her wanting to stay in Ireland is because she finally has the things that she didn't have before, and whereas like. For sure. When she was yeah, in Ireland, she was working at an for an awful woman. I forget her name, but an awful woman at a bakery. Miss Kelly. Yeah, Miss Kelly at a bakery. No future. You know, nothing going for her. The town's too small. She just doesn't belong. I mean, there are shots of her where she's just she looks alone, like utterly alone. And she finally goes back and gets the things that she doesn't like normally have or didn't have before she's finally has the confidence from living in america she has a job this new boy kind of fits in with her you know comfort level and um just things start she's with her family things start falling into place so the allure of wanting to stay in your hometown is and like keep continue living the life you used to live but now it's new and different is i think incredibly alluring and in that day you couldn't just send a text or send an ma- email to Tony yeah. and tell him how you're feeling. I mean, she doesn't write him at all.
0: And or she writes him once
3: and yeah. Yeah.
0: I get that the movie's like trying to sell that to me. I get I get that. I'm just not buying. It. <clears throat> yeah,
3: I
1: mean, I
0: mean and what what do you mean by you're not buying it? I just like like you said, like she comes back and like when she was there in in the beginning she didn't belong there. And then she goes to to America and it takes her a while to get like acclimated there but she's having the time of her life there she's like finding herself and finding her own I just to me like the only person that she would stay back in Ireland for is her mom well, why don't we just fucking take the mom to America I thought of that <laughs> yeah, too I know I was <laughs> wondering that too right? I know, I like, wondering if that's that too. your main concern here like, yeah. she's so unhappy when she's in Ireland I just don't well it takes her a while to realize that I mean, but it took me as an audience member two seconds to realize that.
1: That she was unhappy before? Or yeah. what, what do you mean? But what you also
0: that? didn't, I mean, that's the thing. They feel like real
3: people in a sense. Like, you're not, you didn't experience the same thing that she did when she oh, yeah. was in Ireland. Yeah you know spend the first 20 plus years of her life there
1: well i think part of the reason that i it's the whole time thing is confusing in this movie like i have no sense of how much she's really been through on either side of things mm-hmm. like you think it's two months it might not i don't we really have no idea i, I don't know how long she's been in ireland well, how much time is she really spending with like so much happens very quickly in the second half of the ireland stuff that mm-hmm. that's why i was just like so much was happening i was like wait wait, wait yeah wait.
3: it was hard to there wasn't a lot of references to time in it but there was like her sister's gravestone which said something like july 2nd 1952 and i think they somebody mentions that oh nancy was her name is getting married in august. Late, late august yeah. so and it's not it's shortly maybe like from what i could tell like a week or so after the wedding that she finally like realizes so I mean, about two and a half well, months away. That's a pretty but long so time.
1: Let me ask you. See, now I think that we always, whenever there's like a love story in 2015, people always kind of make. And this is what I'm afraid of doing, like these these sweeping moral judgments of characters based on things that they're doing in the movie. Which I think we would agree, in, in at least in our standards today, that what she does with Danelle Gleason's character, which she's a married woman and she's out flirting with, and we think at the very least this this guy for two months. I mean, that's. I guess my my question for you and I, I I normally would want to you know pump the brakes on this sort of thing, but like I, I'm trying to figure out if the point of the movie is she's being a shitty
3: person,
1: wife at the least, person at the most. I mean, do you think that she's doing some shitty stuff, Mitch? I mean, yeah, I, I do. Okay. I mean, and Colin, that's kind of a big problem that you yeah, have with it, right? Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. definitely.
1: I mean it's not cool. No. It's <laughs> she's not. married. Yeah, it's not. I mean, like I mean, imagine I always I always love to imagine in love stories what happens to them afterwards. And I can just picture like, you know, Tony's like, So what'd you do over there? And she explains well, it to him and then they get divorced. You yeah, know what you mean? Know, I mean? I mean like
3: Yeah, and then later, like after they've built their their homes in Long Island, they're like, you know, he's getting fat and watching too much <laughs> baseball and she's she's like really upset and she's like, I should have stayed in Ireland with Jim. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, Who's Jim?
1: Hey! Yes, exactly. The living it, in the yeah, castle. Right. Yeah. So I, my other family. So, different. that being said, Mitch, do you think, I mean, it's kind of odd? Like, it's I, an odd... No, I, I mean... But you're just saying it's just a good story. Like, it's, it's real. It's
3: just a good It feels real to me. I okay. mean, you... Did you... It would be difficult as... I mean, I can't put myself in her shoes because I'm not a 20-something-year-old Irish girl from the 50s. (laughs) No, but the (laughs) the objective of a movie is to make you feel like you are in her shoes. Yeah, so putting myself in her shoes where I have no contact with Tony, um, it would be pretty tempting, I think. I mean, you live 20-plus years, this Jim character who you are familiar with from back in days of you know grade school and whatnot and just growing up. You're familiar with it. Uh, You're familiar with him and i mean the prospect is there he owns a f- nice estate his parents are leaving things are comfortable i don't think they ever like they never have sex they never i mean they dance they go to they go out on dates they do things with nancy and um her fiance but mm-hmm. they never they never really do they, you yeah, never see it's them do lot anything lot emotional cheating uh,
1: it's like texting someone behind your back and being like
0: right
3: I mean sure yeah it's wrong I think it's wrong but like
0: he's just such a fucking bore like (laughs) does he smile at all in this movie
1: no I love I'm sorry Davo Gleason's character is like uh, he literally says this which is hilarious he's like yeah I have a mansion in the countryside but like my life does still (laughs) suck (laughs) <laughs> also I love we're gonna see him next week in Star Wars with the same goddamn haircut mm-hmm. like this little like the the gel in the hair and swoop to the side mm-hmm. um, we should you know mention that he's he's great great actor yes. yeah he's a great um, actor and I think he does good playing a boar I think Colin he's supposed to be a little bit of a boar now that doesn't mean but then why, why is she does she so, fall yes. for him I don't know but
3: because it's but, comfortable but
1: <laughs> that's why she chooses Tony in the end ultimately yeah, right of like yeah. he kinda needs to be not as cool as Tony
3: yeah well it was funny leaving there like this goes back to like the days of picking sides in a movie is uh with twilight there were people walking twilight. out who were like team jim or team tony and i was like what <laughs> like at like what are we really oh they were doing that yeah right? they were they're were like who did you like more and some people were like i would have stayed with jim he was such so much cuter and i was like you would have chosen a life in the in the past where you know everybody and everybody knows you instead of a life of where you have a future like i think that's kind of the main thing it's like you pick a life of that you know that suits your past or you pick a life where you have a future and um thing something new could happen Mm -hmm. like where is she gonna go living in ireland she's gonna stay in her town forever Mm -hmm. yeah and she realizes that with that awesome awesome scene with miss kelly which I knew that yeah. part was going to come back up, where it's like, "Hey, she's from there." Yeah.
1: You know. Yeah. Well, I, you know, we can de- I, 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 we can debate this all day. I think that I, I don't know. I'm on the side with Colin that I think it just weirdly maybe it. Has, I think a lot has to do with the pacing and like how quickly or slowly certain things happen in this movie that made it <clears throat> not as good for me. But
3: but if you think, but I mean, you're right. It is weird. um it comes pretty late when she has to go back to Ireland, but we need time to build a relationship with Tony and her life in Brooklyn before we can immediately jump back. Because if that happens in the midpoint of the film, which is usually where that would happen, then you're, I think you're going to, you'll be even more thrown for a loop. You'd be like, Like, well,
1: well, then we'd be talking about how, why did she fall for Tony? Right? Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's true. Um, Can you, you you got some you get
0: uh, uh. Uh, no um, no my I, yeah well, I, I kind of because I want to kind
1: of just backtrack now yeah. let's just talk about the Tony stuff because there's good stuff in this movie yeah, that was, I think yeah. we all agree I, I want to talk the about the film is good it's a great film I oh, do like it film. it's an amazing yes, film yes. Um, a lot of which has to do with like so. so the, the film is written by uh, it's a Hornby. book, but it's written by Nick Hornby, who's who, great. Who's great? I mean, his stuff is kind of like all over the place in a good way. Mm-hmm. Um, Very looking prolific. At, like Fever Pitch. Yeah.
2: High, high fide- fidelity. High fidelity. <laughs> wild. An education. Um, An
1: education. Um, and he and wrote a, the screenplay. He's a for novelist this. as well. Right, and um, you know, I think it's a, I think the dialogue is great. I think the performances are pretty great. <laughs> Um, I love the the woman on the on the on the boat on the way there. Oh, loved her. She was yeah. great. Do you guys know who who is this person? I don't do you, Have you ever
0: seen her before? No, but yeah. I'm like, can she come back? Yeah, she was I'm great. So sick of I was sad actually, I was, I was, Ailish. I was wondering for her to come <laughs> come yeah. back. Um,
3: I liked I liked the parallels though at the end of that. Yeah, always oh, was great. She's basically her. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I do want to give. I let's not get it twisted. <laughs> Nicormy didn't write the book. Colm the Yeah, 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 bo- yeah. Or wrote the book. So.
0: Right, uh, Nick Hornby just adapted
1: it. Right, um, I thought all the first of all, uh, Mrs. Ke, was that who that was? Mrs. Kelly? Ms. no, Mrs. Kehoe. Yeah, the, she, she Julie, I, she's Julie great. She, she was awesome. Yes. She's hilarious. She was really good. Julie Walters, Walters, she uh-huh. did amazing. I don't know, I loved that. She reminded me of my grandma. She like great. I, it was in a good way, like mm-hmm. in a great like. Mm-hmm. snappy like i don't know just very funny very funny
0: every scene around a dinner table was, yeah, was great fantastic like my, my favorite scenes <laughs> in the movie yeah. yeah yeah um
1: i i loved um i loved all the girls there like felicity smoke what's her what's her name the, the the blonde girl who's from uh she's in uh was she, was she in a- greece arrow <laughs> she i don't know She.
3: <laughs> they all look like they're you know
1: from greece right um I don't know. They just were all, they're all great. I love them. What about, um? we've also got, uh, she's a good
3: cast. Guy. There was the really like, really Catholic woman that was in the boarding home that mm-hmm. ended up moving out. Yeah. I loved she was her. great
0: too.
1: I loved her. Yeah. yeah.
0: This I, I wanted to bring this up. I loved uh, all the supporting people. And mm-hmm. you know, I have in my notes here, I'm like, now, the first you know quarter of the movie, Alish is sad and rightfully so. She's in mourning, and then she becomes happy, and mm-hmm. then she goes back to Ireland. And she's like sad old Aelish again. I loved the supporting characters because they brought that light and that like hope, yeah, and the laughter to it. Because if it was just and as in like as yeah. good as the performance as she does does in this movie, and she's really good in it. Without these supporting characters, I would have been like. Going (laughs) fucking insane at this movie. I'm
3: surprised this didn't get an ensemble. Yeah, it's uh, really yeah, yeah, it is great because
0: it's a literally a movie that can't exist without Mm -hmm. its supporting cast. Um, Her mother
1: and Rose. I mean, everyone I thought played uh a really good Mm job. Um, I mean, part of that though, like everyone's kind of happy. There's so much happiness in this movie that balances out her sadness, and I think I was a little. I, I, like certain things, like, were so easily accepted by people. I thought for sure the Italian family was not gonna let her, like, or not uh, they weren't gonna be so welcoming to her. I don't know why, I just thought that that was gonna be a theme of the movie, mm-hmm. and it would just surprise me. It was like right away, they're like, we're, we're the cool Italian family <laughs> yeah. in the 50s, like, we don't give a shit. Yeah. And then, same with like when she tells her mother that she's been married, you know, she was visibly upset, but it was just very like. There was like th- th- things were like too easily accepted by some of the cast though. Yeah, it was like yeah, kind yeah. of weird to me. I, 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 I thought, it was, but I'm glad it was happy. Yeah, I'm glad god. it wasn't too much drama because. It,
3: and I'm glad it didn't fall victim to like your your tropes that you'd see. Like when I saw Jim Broadbent as a priest, I was like, oh god, are we gonna get a scene where this priest crusty does something, e- yeah, does something evil, like <laughs> tries to push himself on her or something? Like, but we didn't get that. Like everybody is a good person. Yeah. And one of the reviews I, r-
0: I read was. <laughs> It's like the movie The Immigrant, but nice. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> there's there's no rape and there's no <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I was expecting well there is there is
1: shitting in a bucket.
3: That was th- we didn't need that sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's I, was, right. so was,
1: I wanted to die laughing, yeah. but else... <laughs> we did else, not need that sound effect. That uh, was great. I loved it.
0: Um, no, but it's it is looking like taking a really like, you know pretty and nice lens to like this type of tale which I mean because there are a ton of horror stories (laughs) well I think it's a little little bit too I think
1: it's a little bit like you kind of see it through her eyes where she's kind of got these rose colored glasses about what America Mm. is you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like maybe it's not as good as we think you know obviously it probably wasn't and she just kind of like sees it as like oh everything's great look how awesome everything is
3: well it helps to move to a city where there's a large majority of your you know countrymen and you know the, like, the relationship with Tony is just, you know, that helps even more mm. with her, like, getting acclimated to New York City.
1: Yeah. Let's t- let's talk about Tone Zone. Tone Zone. Um, Tony Fiorello. So this is Emery Cohen. This is the actor who played Tony. Are you guys familiar with Emery? Nope. No. Um, I was not. I'm still, I'm looking at his, Um, uh, he was in The Place Beyond the Pines. I didn't see that. Um.
3: I don't remember what he was. In that.
1: Uh, I don't know. What'd you think of him? I he, he reminded me of like, it's weird. His picture here doesn't look like like it, but like in the movie, he looked like uh, maybe a, I don't mean this in a negative way, but like kind of like Johnny Depp got his face beat in a little bit, <laughs> and then had James Franco's vocal cords thrown in there. Like that's okay. That reminded me of Tony in this movie, and I liked him. I think he was like you were saying, he was a fun, charming Italian plumber. Not in a video game. Yeah. yeah. Um, what, Mitch, I haven't heard. what did you like Tony? I mean, yeah. Like, I, it did. took
3: me a while to like like him. I was like, "Is this gonna be the guy?" Like, cause he's <laughs> Is this gonna it, be, yeah, cause he because uh, he's a plumber, like, Mitch. Yeah. No. Is that Just it? cause he seems very like pedestrian compared to her. You know. Yeah. Like, I mean, and that's just the Brooklyn accent, and that's you know Italian American immigrant, you know, lifestyle from like the '50s in Brooklyn. So, at first, I was like, I don't know. Is she really going to like him? And is he not going to be some sleaze? You know, kind of... Because that's the way he carries mm-hmm. himself. Like, doesn't really stand up straight. He's... he just see, He's always got that smirk on his face. Yeah. And, I, and I was like, all right. I You know, it took me a while, but I ended up really liking him.
0: Yeah, the first few scenes with him, I was like... You know she gonna see him with another woman <laughs> tony's I don't trust him, but like we're so like, racist <laughs> I don't trust him, but uh, <laughs> no, within like a few scenes like after that i was i loved tony like i I was like he's.
1: He could have been. He could have been, yeah. been in Greece too. He could
0: have been in Greece
1: too.
0: Yeah. He's, <laughs> Why can't someone love me that way?
1: <laughs> I love how like basically like the 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 only small conflict that that uh, Alish and Tony really have is when she finds out that he likes baseball. Yeah. <laughs> that That's, seems to be yeah. like a. She's to... like don't talk about that. <laughs> yeah. Which which must be the 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 fever pitch influence of this movie yeah. or something. I don't know. Yeah. But look i've been there <laughs> yeah.
3: i love the line her boss uh said when she's like wow an italian american boy who doesn't love baseball keep him <laughs> or whatever yeah baseball and what there's another thing oh, man. and his mother and talking about his mother and baseball right that's funny and then they're at the dinner table and it's like oh has tony taken you to a, to a game yet <laughs> and it's like you like baseball uh, <laughs> I guess they didn't, they didn't have the they like... didn't they didn't have the budget to recreate
1: Abbott's Field. I guess, but <laughs> I was that expecting outfits. that soon Yeah. Um. Yeah. Who else we got in this movie? I, I I uh.
3: Well, Jim Broadbent's really good. He's always he great. I love and him. And that scene at during Christmas at the uh, oh. like church where they oh that was my favorite people. scene of the movie yeah that was yeah. a really beautiful scene i think that's like the turning point when she realizes she's not alone and like she's with a bunch of people from her yeah town, no i love that scene. community and whatnot yeah that guy's voice i mean i didn't know what he was singing was about, it gaelic is that what it is Galen i mean it's a beautiful
1: again. language um kind <laughs> of no, I, I think it's i thought, it was. I thought yeah. it was um I, I also i just love jib broadbands like these are the guys who built the tunnels and the roads and the towers mm-hmm. and uh, now they can't even They're, support themselves. Yeah, yeah. That, like, Forgotten. That was like sad, but also amazing. I love the shots of... I don't know who those extras were, but whoever casted this movie, those Perfect. were great extras. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I love that scene.
3: Yeah, it was a really well-done scene.
0: Mm. Yeah, just I wanted to, you know... I th- Like I said, I did have some issues with it, but overall I really liked this movie and wanted to tip my hat to the director for... This movie could easily have gone so melodramatic and so (laughs) just not fun to watch. So it was it was it had a really delicate hand to the melodramatic and the comedy and um that's it that's that was it was real nice. It was nice.
1: What did you think about the the Rose death part just in general? I mean I again I was in a theater with a bunch of uh, arp members but mm-hmm. there was Geriatrics. sniffling and there was there was a lot of crying going on <laughs> oh, yeah. uh during oh, I that scene. I a little sniffly guys... a few
3: times i don't think i got sniffly and sad at that part in particular but it was sad i mean
0: yeah. I, I i mean i wasn't I, it was sad of course Yeah, you know, yeah but I, I wasn't so invested with the character of rose i only knew of rose through how much Ailish admired her.
3: Yeah. And she seemed like and, a really strong woman. Yeah.
0: Type. Yeah. Um, it was, but what did she die of exactly? Yeah, Some, it was sort, of cancer, cancer? Yeah. Some yeah. sort of cancer. Some sort of cancer. She didn't
3: tell anybody about it mm-hmm. and then just died. Um, I think the the thing that is so sad about it is that she she hadn't seen her sister in, you know, almost a year so it's like yeah. you'll never see her again you'll mm-hmm. never be able to talk to her yeah. again and there's this
1: just this sense of sibling guilt where like she was taking care of her mother that whole time because mm-hmm. she was the only one who could and I think like probably she didn't want to you know I think there's this like she was sick but she didn't want to do anything about it because her first priority was to take care of her mother and if I think Ailish was there I think she felt a little responsible for that whole situation yeah. you know like if she would have told she was her there, she was sick yeah. then
3: Ailish would have come back right, and, yeah. right, right, and right. probably stayed um
1: it's sad I didn't cry but it was sad yeah Um, to, to kind of round out the acting so what do we what do we feel about Miss Ronan here as far as I mean, she's uh, nominated for the SAG uh, lead actress
0: she'll definitely be in the uh, Oscar uh, Oscar nominee. Yeah. Yeah. I think so definitely
1: and you guys cool with that yeah I think yeah. I am she's too. really um, good
3: yeah, she, she's one of my favorite actresses I mean I love her in Hannah she's a yeah, really yeah, physical actress, actress. you've never no, seen I Hannah know. oh it's I, great I um, That's a recommendation. Oh, and I it's forgot. not forgot um, streaming, but she's great.
1: I totally forgot about this—that she was in, in Lost River. Yeah, I totally forgot. Yeah. Oh like yeah, she right. made Ryan <laughs> yeah. movie that we, that was like one of the first movies we reviewed. Uh-huh. Oh man, so she she has been in a movie we've seen this year. Um, no, I I'm gonna I haven't seen Grant Budapest. I haven't. Seen oh, her. you have seen her? Oh no. my god, she's great. In that. No, so I haven't seen her in a lot of things. I didn't. She's from Brooklyn. Yeah. Or no, she's from Bronx. The Bronx, which is yeah. kind of crazy. Just, just a great job in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you guys think uh um if she w- if do you guys think that uh if she gets nominated for an Oscar, she'll be an Aelish actor?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, he was waiting for that one. I've been waiting all day for that joke. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no real talk though. She's uh, she's great. And I she deserves it yeah, every she's nomination only
0: she gets. Twenty one yeah. years old, I think. Nominated,
3: nominated before, yeah. yeah. She's very young. Oh my god, that makes me feel
0: old. Born in
3: ninety <clears throat> four.
1: Shut up. That's when I saw my first movie in theaters. Wow.
3: She was fourteen when she was nominated for the Notebook. Oh shit, Atonement. Atonement. A Bone Same movie. <laughs> um, same movie. Come Except on. one involves rape <laughs> oh, yeah. or accused
2: rape. Um.
1: <laughs> you mentioned the music I thought the music was awesome yes it mm-hmm. got a little Irish flavor to most of it which uh, mm-hmm. I think is great and cool yeah I've been um, playing the score the work. costumes great yeah costumes were great what, what other nominations do you guys see any other nominations
3: maybe for production this movie? design and costumes yeah maybe? I think costumes
0: I think uh, adapted screenplay yeah uh huh um, I'd it'd probably be nominated for picture too really mm, I don't know I think so I definitely. I mean, I wouldn't put it in my best picture. No, but, but you, you, have, I a, think you have
1: a feeling that they would put this movie in. Yeah.
0: Yeah, this feels like one of
3: those movies where like it could, it won't. I, I'm i pretty sure it won't take best picture, but like, well, it, it feels like it will be, like nom- the we'll be it we'll it feels, nominated. Yeah, will it be nominated? If it's not, I think it might be nominated. If there's yeah. ten, it'll it might be nominated. Yeah. Yeah. But it feels like like the Shakespeare in Love of this of this year, like. You know, it's a good Shakespeare. Loves a good movie, not the favorite of the year, not the most seen of the year, but like there's a chance that it could take it over a much bigger, more you know, popular seen movie, popular yeah. film.
0: Still, why the fuck Shakespeare and Love won over it? Saving <laughs> Private Ryan is beyond me. A lot
1: of movies that year, yeah, that um, was a good year.
3: I don't know I like Shakespeare in Love I do too I mean the Oscars don't mean anything <laughs> People still see Saving Private Ryan But then again I'm not a huge fan of Saving Private Ryan so oh. um, They're just better war movies Oh
0: I think it's one of the best
1: Yeah I, I like Saving Private Ryan a lot I mean there's
3: It's a tough one to watch
0: Oh god yeah
3: It's probably one of the hardest war movies to watch Besides Apocalypse Now But I could watch Apocalypse Now again mm. I think
0: it's to me it's one of the most like yeah, realistic I mean, I, and visceral yeah. and crazy I, it's I beautifully it. shot too
1: yeah mm. so it was this I, I thought like just there was like shots in this movie that stuck out for me the one where i don't know i thought it was really cool for some reason like the the, the landscape shot of them on uh, long island mm-hmm. from very extremely wide out and i don't know if her, she was wearing blue dress or something Yeah, I like they would, and, like and they were standing loop. together kind of off center on the mm-hmm. screen it was like a really cool shot mm-hmm. I don't know I loved it um I thought the cinematography, cinematography was great I don't know mm-hmm. if it'll get any nominations but because I think it's gonna be a really tough year for that category but yeah. um definitely a good movie definitely a good movie but I you know I think final thoughts are for me would be I liked it um but uh, kind of in Collins uh Vain, I, I. It's like, yeah, weird. But I think it's a good movie for discussion. Like, I think it brings up like a lot of debate. Like you're saying at the end of the movie, where people are like choosing mm-hmm. <laughs> this guy or that guy.
0: Yeah, it's definitely a movie that I think I think is good, and I'll recommend it to people, and I'll probably watch it again many yeah. times. Yeah, if it's I yeah. want to watch. I want to well, watch it again. Is it like my, my greatest movie of the year? No, but yeah. it's still it's still good. One it's entertaining. It's beautiful. I think favorites? it'll
3: probably. It might be my top five by the end of the year. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So you recommend it? I highly recommend it. I think it's like one of the best new old movies of, like, old <laughs> of the past like decade, if you know what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a, a very games. old fashioned yes, movie. Yeah, yeah. I think if you like genuinely don't like or hate this film, like you have no soul. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Honestly, like it's the most human movie I've seen this year. And what about Inside, Inside Out? Out? Well, with, you know what I mean. <laughs> But yeah, that's a very human movie. The most
1: human movie I've seen this year. Ex Machina. (laughs) Maybe. Yeah. Um, well, Inside Out for sure. Yeah. uh, Um, most human movie I've seen this year. Uh, Creed. Creed. I think actually. No. It's that's an interesting uh, question. I have to decide. Let's just point out that that this
3: has been. An amazing year for film, and I thought last year it was an amazing year for film this I think this year is even topping it so far
2: eh. <laughs> well i i can't I, I didn't see enough movies last year
1: but um I think just in terms of like the most human movie I, I I would define that as like what is the most soul and I would think so far it's been creed for me
0: yeah I like the themes of creed. Krieg That's because we're men.
1: Creed gets me jacked. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> gets me jacked up.
0: Yeah, I like yeah. The themes of I like the themes of Mad Max too. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Inside Out, all those movies. I actually good. would I are. actually I
1: would put Mad Max in the human category. Yeah. It's a diamonds. lot about it's about human like survival of humanity and like mm-hmm. what people. What's right? What's right? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Interesting question. I would. I would recommend it though. Never I think it's a, it. it's a good mm-hmm. quote. It's a good. It's a good Sunday afternoon movie with uh, maybe someone, uh, someone special.
3: Maybe uh, yeah. take a date. You can even take your popcorn.
1: grandma. You could take your grandma. Yeah, you could. It's a good family movie yeah, too. Like I went through um, that. Yeah, right. That was me. <laughs> that was me. There was me. a lot more
3: rape
2: though.
1: Are you guys? <laughs> yeah, right. Are you guys Irish at all, by the way? Yeah.
2: No.
3: Yeah.
1: No. Not at all. You are. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Maybe like a very small percentage. What? Uh,
1: would you know what like what generation? My
0: grandpa was born there. Nice. Nice. Still around? No.
1: Did you ever? I'm I mean, just. Do you ever hear actually, stories about like immigration stuff? Or? N-
0: no, I'm sure if I asked my uncle, he would know. But mm. I can actually apply to get an Irish citizenship. Oh, if cool! I wanted to. Nice. Through hmm. through my grandpa. That's like huh. right. If if the third generation. The, yeah, I know that's right. how it worked. Yeah. Nice, nice. I'd like to do that. That would be. It's If really You can cool. get dual if citizenship. So it's can just, like. Do that for me. Right. That <laughs> <laughs> I'll sign anything. Just give me all the paperwork. Oh,
3: just, uh, start Kickstarter. <laughs>
1: Kickstarter? just start a Kickstarter. Go fund me. Could go. I uh, have no joke. Okay. Um, well, that's Brooklyn. You guys have any other thoughts before we wrap this up?
0: Oh, let me do a quick, just a quick.
1: May I do a little quick uh, pass through. I
3: did like that final shot the hug yeah the hug after he gets out of the that their job and she's like across the street and that that light hitting her while she's leaning up against that brick wall was beautiful
0: i've said what i wanted to
1: say (laughs) (laughs) all right guys we end every show with some netflix or video on-demand recommendations um um who wants to go first? Does someone have uh, one that they're ready for? Because I, I'm I will. not.
0: <laughs> um, I, haven't watched, I haven't watched all of this because um, it just, just happened the other day. But um, it's in a little different route. On HBO and HBO Go and HBO Now, um, U2's concert from Paris. Oh, look at you. Innocence in and in Experience mm-hmm. live uh, happened. I I watched half of it. And then I had to, I think, get prepared for this movie. For this movie show show um and it's you know they were supposed to do it the day after the paris attacks happened and it was rescheduled for yesterday and it was Mm -hmm. live and um didn't they give most of the stage
3: to eagles of death metal yeah
0: they brought them they brought them on stage and Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of a lot of really touching moments and it's just a celebration of love and Mm -hmm. and music and yeah i I love you too another irish Irish band there.
3: How tolerable is Bono in this? <laughs> oh, I, I love Bono. Ew. I really do. <laughs> How can you? Uh,
0: I love Bono. I like Bono. I like Why not? You
3: know, he owes like millions and millions of dollars to the Irish government because he's been evading taxes. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be Colin when he gets his Irish. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Well, that's cool. I I like concert movies, uh, or you know,
0: concert stuff. Yeah. It's a really, um, really cool setup stage too. Well, it's I like super minimalistic, but like stunningly. Beautiful. They usually
1: go kind of over the top, though, don't they? Like, remember when U two was at Spartan Stadium? That was so cool. That was so did you go? Weird.
0: Yeah, you went. Of course, I went. I see every show. Ever. That's awesome, man. Was, so, was it? Did, was it, was it? Is great. it similar to that? I mean, no, like, it's so much more stripped down. Than okay, that. interesting. It's just like a stage with a light hanging over it oh that's cool and a huge catwalk but there's these two led screens that can go over the stage like the catwalk and predict like they can interact with the things on the screen mm-hmm. it's it's really is super minimalistic but it's yeah that's beautiful. part of the stadium show was insane
3: yeah. i didn't see it but all the photos yeah of, like oh, yeah. the set i was like yeah. jesus it was in yeah
0: crazy
1: it's great it was great show cool um Mitch?
3: Oh, sure. Um, I am going to recommend a Netflix original called With Bob and David with Bob Odenkirk and David Cross. It's a sketch show. Um, If you're unfamiliar, uh, Bob Odenkirk is Saul Goodman from Better Call Saul Mm -hmm. and Breaking Bad, and Mm -hmm. David Cross is in Arrested Development and a bunch of other shows. Hilarious people. They had a show on HBO back in the early Two thousands late nineties called uh, Mr. Show, and that a lot of um, comedians consider that to be like the best sketch show ever uh, produced and written. So they're back on Netflix with a short series of sketches, um, four episodes. That's cool. Really easy to get through. Very funny. Uh, I watched the first one last night, and I will probably watch the rest sometime soon if I, if I have the time. There's a great, there's a great sketch about. Um, people who claim they're sovereign citizens, you know, yeah. they're like, "Oh, you can't!" And he—he, he, it's like in the style of, of a, a, homemade video, like how to talk to cops and know your rights and stuff. And the cops are played by ones Keegan Michael Key and another guy I can never remember his name. And they're just like, "Yeah, you're free to go." And he's like, "Are you, are you new?" <laughs> he's like hoping to get his ass kicked <laughs> for his his video. It's great nice very funny nice
1: Um, man I don't know what to recommend to be honest with you guys Um, I guess I I guess I'll do this I think that I want everyone to know because I'm getting a lot of requests right now for a certain blu-ray package that I have uh, and it's not even here right now which would be uh, (laughs) the Star Wars films are are all on (laughs) the Star Wars films are all on Amazon and iTunes and I think that Everyone should go back and at least watch Return of the Jedi, as as you know, this is the, kind of the last show before Star Wars. We'll do one more, but this will get you to remember. Do it before you see the movie, because I think everyone kind of needs to be refreshed, especially the kids that grew up in the 90s, because I think I'm finding a lot of people I haven't seen them in a long time. And I, and while this will be a standalone film, I think it's important to go back and watch. So they are on Amazon and iTunes for a little bit of purchase, because Disney wants your money. But unfortunately, I can't throw my Blu-rays out to everyone.
0: I don't think you can rent them.
1: I think you have to purchase them, have to buy them. Man, Disney it's really Disney's has us by the balls, guys. I do guys. not
0: feel bad.
3: <laughs> I have the Blu-rays, but I'm I've lent them out to my sister, and she's getting into it. And I do not feel bad about downloading those movies just because of how much oh, money oh, that. Oh, Mitch, franchises. don't even.
1: I've bought the movie four times on, <laughs> on on like format. I've seen them in theaters all one time, right? At least. Uh no trust me there's no yeah. there's no shame in stealing these but they're out there if anyone wants my like 97 VHSs I can lend you those
3: those are cool those are the I original have, cuts I have the the
1: special
0: trilogy oh. special edition in the gold yeah Does I do too ones, I have yeah. the old ones too do though
3: the VHS ones have like the scene with the the unnecessary scene with like Jabba and in the, in the no oh I
1: mean, yes the, the special editions do but I have one without it. Which is bas- It's a copy from 1982, and it's basically like Scotch tape. It's the worst quality ever. But um, I'm telling you guys, go out there and watch it. I'll have you, a real recommendation. You gotta get week. the, the um, laser
3: disc version. Yeah, those are cool. Those I actually cool. hear that's the the, the like, definitive like, version, yeah. well, original that you can find. It's
1: Still a uh, standard definition um all right guys well we'll be back next week with one more movie before i go crazy and watch star wars uh, as we all do and we'll be there for that movie as well but um, until then you guys can send us your thoughts at woodwards filmcast at gmail.com or hit, up us, hit us up on twitter at woodwards at
0: Mitch I, I don't care <laughs> he's on facebook <laughs> <laughs> look him up um for a calendar my eight followers
1: for I am Kale, and we'll uh, see you guys next week. See ya. Bye, guys. See
2: ya.
1: This has been a Woodward's Detroit.com production, your Detroit Avenue to Alternative Pop Culture Talk.